Texans fans, you are the best fans in the National Football League. And our home field advantage, we need you all game long, and it starts now. Look, I'm unstoppable. Forget your defense, nothing but an obstacle. Run it back, switch it up, call it not a bow. Serving up them Hail Marys till the game over with the showstopper. So hot, you gotta blow on it. I said I'll huff and I'll puff, then I'll pass to my left while I'm looking to my right. Hit them right in the chest. They be looking hey, like everyone. Today is the Houston Texans versus Indianapolis Colts. Game hype. So uh, I'll introduce my co-host. I got Mr. Chris also. What's up to the folks? What do you do? And then, uh, you know, sadly we have to have some Colts fans on this uh, this game hype. So I got my friends from the AFC Soft Fan Battle and the You Don't Know Jack podcast. I got Mr. Josh Singer. What's good? Everybody. I got Mr. Austin Cook. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And then I got worse for last. I'm kidding with you. I got Mr. Chris Jackson. Oh, why I oughta. What's going on, everybody? So both teams won for fighting for that second place title in the AFC South. Both of them did a um a hold my beer moment Sunday and Monday of, of giving the game up. Um, I, jo- I know Josh was talking hella crap, you know, saying, oh, y'all blew the game. Y'all blew the game. And then, yeah, Frank Wright says, uh, hold my beer. Uh, um, so starting off with you guys going in the game, what, what is your biggest uh, concern about the Texans? What, what's the Texans' biggest strength? Um, no, no, I'll jump at once. I'm gonna say, I mean, if I'm if I'm gonna say the 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 Texans' biggest strength, I mean, I don't think it's anything offensively or defensively, and uh, you know, to be fair, nothing really scares me, but except the fact that they're a division opponent, I think yeah. we can kind of all agree that when we play division games, everything goes out the window. You know, I don't care how hot or cold your offense is. Or how hard a coach your defense is for some reason division games everybody's just like you know what we're going to throw caution to the wind and just do everything we can to try to make everybody collectively soil their pants well and especially last year when the texans was just as bad y'all barely held on you know both times so i know yeah. i get it i get it yeah. austin what, what do you think what's what's the biggest strength that the texans have against y'all Uh, so I haven't I haven't really watched a lot of the Texans games if I'm being honest, but uh, I saw that uh, Davis Mills had a good good game last game, and like if if our corners aren't back, then you know he could really he could cause problems. So you know it just depends on how he plays. If he plays like he played against the Patriots, then he could cause problems against us. All right. All right. Josh, I'll kick it off to you. What do you think? Um, I mean, obviously, your, your run game. Uh, I know I, I haven't watched uh, many of your games either, uh, but I've seen the hype. You know, you guys uh, was talking about uh, feed uh, Philip Lindsay, so it seems to be our bright spot uh, on the run game. And um, the receiver is it Chris Moore? Yeah, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Chris Moore. He was he he done some some work in the in the passing game or receiving game. Uh, I haven't heard much of Brandon Cooks. Is he injured? No, he's just no. Nah, he, he's just not doing that well. Okay. No, I mean, <laughs> no, just, no, the, 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 the last few games he haven't done well, but other yeah, he's doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah, well, he's not well, done well. It's just the defense is game playing against him, you know, yeah. and they worked out great. I mean, he's in the two games he played last year, he did okay. He did good. Uh, I think he was close to almost reaching, what, 70 yards, 80 yards. So and he's a fast receiver as well, so he can run the routes. Uh, that can be a matchup problem, like like uh, Austin said. If our corners are not there, uh, that can be an issue. That can be a problem on, on defense, like we saw Monday night with uh, Hollywood Brown and 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 Marcus Andrews. Yeah. So uh, going the opposite, where, where do you think the uh, the weakness is? Your offensive line. Offensive line, because Thompson's going to be out with uh, four to six weeks. I seen. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's a big blow to your offensive line, and we we get him back, uh, quitty pay. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna dial up some blitzes because we're dealing with a rookie, rookie quarterback. So we're gonna make sure that he's welcome to the NFL. Um, and we got Def- no Defoe Buckner. So yeah, your, your offensive line is gonna be your weakness, uh, and maybe your secondary. Okay, Chris. I, mean, Chris? I, I th- <laughs> So, you know, and, and I know that, that we're on here to, to do the fan battle thing. I don't like necessarily talking really bad because I don't like the karma. But, yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're looking at the Texans as a whole, they flash some bright spots here and there. But, I mean, as a whole, the team itself is, I mean, they, they, have, they have holes everywhere. I think right now it's just like offensively, I think passing is, what, 29th with David Mills? Like, and that's in the league. I think rushing is like 27th in the league. I think the the rushing defense is letting up. I think they're ranked like letting up seventh most. I think seventh most yards. I think letting up 140 a game. And I mean, you know, if if Frank Reich is actually smart, he'll he'll go and take advantage of all these things that you see that they're having issues with. I mean, I think passing is like the one semi-bright spot it well passing defense is that one semi-bright spot for the texans because i think that one's kind of middle of the road right but you know i mean it's uh, we talked about this matt we talked about this at length about how this team was and how you know you guys signed a lot of free agents and guys just kind of fit in and that's the reason why this game scares me because even knowing all those stats, once again, we're going back to the fact that this is a division game. Right. I, I've, I, I don't like division games for this simple reason because this Texans team does not really look that great. And somehow they'll find a way to absolutely manhandle the Colts of Frank Reich and Matt Everplus don't get their shit together. We'll say it. Okay. What about you, uh, Austin? Uh, well, sorry, my internet was messing up. I had to move. What was the question? What do you think of the Texans' uh, uh, weaknesses? Texans' weakness. Um, you know. I... Uh oh. No. Nope. That that happens from time to time. <laughs> it does. It does. 
All right. Well, then uh, we'll just move on to the other side. Uh, Crenshaw. <laughs> uh, going on. Uh, what do you uh, What do you think the the, the strength for the um, the Colts is? Um. Well, I'm about to go with Carson Wentz. Uh, he's been playing pretty good. Has had a pretty good October. Uh, I think he on the throne on um, one intercession on the season, and that was what that um, Aaron Donald play he blew up. But uh, he's been playing pretty good. I mean, he's damn near having um, the same season he had with the um, Eagles the year they went to the Super Bowl. If you're going by, you know, what they've done so far, then I got to go with Jonathan Taylor out the backfield, and I see that him and um, what's your wide receiver name? Uh, Pittman Jr., um, their connection is um, pretty good and everything. So I got to go with the passing game and the running game. That's their biggest strengths. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I kind of have to agree. I, I, I'm leaning more against Jonathan Taylor. That dude's, that dude's a beast. Yes, um, he is. If, uh, even with the, the weakness on the on the line with the injuries, uh, he finds a way to uh, to eat. So uh, – He's explosive uh, and really great with the uh, the catching uh, receiving game. So I, I gotta go with you know, I just gotta go with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, uh, dude, like I said, dude's a beast. Um, I'll start with the weakness. I, I don't know if it's the coaching or if it's um, the, I don't know, but the defense is 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 not. It was a top ten last year. It's looking real real suspect. Uh, I know he played some decent offenses, but when I mean last last week it looks like they just gave up. So to me, I, I think the weakness is, is the offense. Coach, uh, coaching is coaching is a problem. Yeah, yeah. Chris, well, what, what what do you think the weakness is? Well, the, the weakness is definitely the secondary. Um, the secondary is not good. Mm-hmm. So I think I think if Mills get the time to throw, he could straight at the secondary. But I mean, they still got Darius Leonard and uh, what's the defensive end guy? His last name Muhammad. I don't know his first name. Oh, Alquadine Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Um, those guys. He's pretty good off the edge and everything. So I got to go with the secondary. And um, but I think Mills could actually have an even better game than he had against um New um New England because their secondary is better than the Colts. So secondary. Yeah. That's a great choice. Yeah. I think I think Mills and you know I'm going to take a little bit of a shot here, but I mean as long as DeForest Buckner isn't in Mills's face all game, you know, Mills is a tall guy, but he has a long neck. Well, so as long as DeForest <laughs> Buckner isn't in his face all game, he'll actually be all right. It's just like if if long neck head ass was a person, it'd be Davis Mills. Like that's just what it is. <laughs> I I I I trust him because he can extend plays. Because mm-hmm. his neck is extended, <laughs> like, I, I know like he'll actually be able to get out there and you know, he'll be the next man up. Like it's, it's you know, he, he he can. I think he can extend some plays. I think he just got to rattle the man. Yeah, he's a rookie, so we gotta we gotta uh, get to him. Quitty Pay coming back. That's a booster uh, on a pass rush. Uh, we got Taquan Lewis. We got Grover Stewart, Defo Buckner, and I mentioned uh, Muhammad. And we still got, um, oh man, I had a brain for it. Uh, Fifty-seven, man, y- y'all know his name. Teray. Yep. Uh, Teray. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, we just got we just have to get to him. If not, he gonna eat our secondary up. Right now, that's a weakness. Uh, the entire secondary, uh, DBs and the safeties. Right now, other than outside of Julian Blackman oh. and Kenny Moore. Gotcha. Now, now, is Davis Mills somebody that you would stick your neck out for? My very long neck out for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, Roy Lopez and. Uh, I, I seen that Charles Aminu is going to get a lot more uh, snaps as well. And then with uh, Ross Baylock, I think with uh, the injuries to your line, I, I know Nelson, everybody thinks Nelson is back to form, but coming off an injury, no matter what it is, is always tough. So I think I think that's going to be a big key part to the Texans' uh, defense, um, you know, especially the run game. We got we got to stop that run game to, to survive. And uh, Dante Taylor is no easy task. No. Uh, we still have Marlon, we still have Marlon Mack and uh, and Hines. Yeah, I, I mean I, I get that, but I'm more scared of Jonathan Taylor than I am Mack and Hines. I mean I know Hines can burn us in the uh, passing game, but like I said Dante Taylor <coughs> is what I have to worry about. Curtis, what, what, what do you think the the keys for the Texans are? Well, it's definitely stopping the run, but I mean they got three pretty good running backs. Um, Marlon Mack always used to, um, you know, kill us in the run game, but um, you know he's running back three now. They're trying to get him out of there, but got to be to stop the run. Uh, as far as the pass, I mean, you know, Wentz don't make you know a lot of mistakes and everything, but I think our DBs could hold their own. So it has to be the run game and getting pressure. I mean, last week we didn't get much pressure. On New England, they have four offensive linemen out, and we didn't get that much pressure. We didn't get home that much. So we didn't get home to Carson Wentz uh, and make him rattle and everything. Mm-hmm. One thing one thing we failed to mention, uh, y'all, y'all daddy could, could potentially play Sunday. <laughs> Talking about old man Rivers? No, 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 no. no, no. T.Y. Hilton? Yeah, he, he he said he said he's he's back. So, but we still got time to activate him. So he he's okay. Prepared. So here's my question for you: Are they allowing walkers on the field up there in Lucas Oil Stadium, or I don't know? It's 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 our home. So I mean, uh, let's we'll, we'll find out. Listen, it's a quick turnaround. He's It's too quick of a turnaround. Listen, when you when you walk into your house after a long day of work. You know, you could be beat down. You know, everything could just be like just kind of gnawing on you. You take your shoes off. You get comfortable. You get your slippers on. You get comfortable. You kind of get like that 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 home feeling like, man, I'm in my element. Now I can do what I want. That's what T.Y. does when he goes to NRG Stadium. It doesn't matter whether he's 32 or 52. He's going to go in there and he's going to be able to explode, exploit somebody. And honestly, it's just like this is probably the best opportunity for him too. Because also, didn't y'all lose Justin Reed also? No, 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 he's playing. Okay, he's playing. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, either way, doesn't matter who it's on. I mean, I wish that y'all still had Jonathan Joseph because <laughs> I, I love that matchup. That matchup was well, amazing. Well, the way Lovey has the the DBs thirty five yards back, I doubt T. Y. Hilton get behind him. So yeah, he going should. Be, yeah, everything's going to be in the front. So maybe y'all tight ends might eat this game right here. But for as T.Y., if he plays, he's not going to get behind them. They play too far back. That just means that T.Y. is going to have 10 receptions for 200 yards, and he's going to get 20 yards a clip. 
Because if he's playing that far back, he's going to get the 20, and then he's just going to continue to do that all game. If T.Y. If T.Y. gets that, I'm going to add 40 on match 20. <laughs> hey, hey, Josh, hey, if that happens, then you got to cut me in. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. My only thing is, the only way T.Y. is burning anybody, if he has one of those super booster scooters, you know, with the turbo on there, because that's the only way he's burning anybody his age. Hey, don't, yeah. hey, don't make him break up Scooty Poo. He's 31. Don't make him break up Scooty Poo. Uh, okay, right? you're right. He is 31 with a 50-year-old man's body. <laughs> I mean, if he get one of those quick screens, one of wide receiver screens and get the blocks out, yeah, he could break one to the house. But as far as going on the field, I doubt that. Not the way they play so far deep. Hey, and that's hey, the good hey. thing about the Tampa defense is uh, it's hard for those quick screens. There's quick uh, slants and screens to actually work because I mean you gotta be down the field more for it to be open. But yeah, we run the same thing. Yeah, well we just do it better. I don't know. Uh, we both winning oh. four, so right. You <laughs> <laughs> about to say, oh well. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. It, it ain't working for either. It ain't working for either team. And uh. Y'all's boy Michael Tesmer uh, brought up a good uh, comment. Darius Leonard is still hurt too, so he practiced today. I mean, just because he practiced doesn't mean nothing. I mean, he, he played Monday. I mean, he didn't get everything was clean, uh, but I didn't. I have to look that up. But um, that's I mean that's 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 if he's out, that's tough. That's a tough loss. I can promise you that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, right now it's, it looks like everybody, well, not everybody, but good majority of the people who are out, like Quiddy Pay, is just like, he's on a limited, um, limited snap count in practice. So I'm guessing they're probably rearing him up. I think with Darius Leonard, it's like ankle and shoulder, but I believe that might be for for rest purposes because of the fact that it's a short rest week. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that Darius Leonard is going to miss this game, especially with it being such a pivotal game. I mean, I think for the first time in a while, other than the guys that were missing on O-line, like Braden Smith, you know, Quentin Nelson, I think we'll probably see that we're we're going to have a good amount of everybody back, including T.Y. So, I mean, it's encouraging, definitely, especially for this, because, I mean, I think it's safe to say whoever loses this one, it's just like you can pretty much just – Join the Jags. <laughs> yeah, join the Jags division. Goodbye. <laughs> I was gonna say it's just like you pretty much take the last in division, but then I realized that they still don't have a win. So yeah, go for agreeing with me. Either way, it's a must win for either team. If I mean Matt, I know Matt and I know um uh Dylan said they, they don't expect much for the season. Uh we're not, but for us it's a must win. Well, I mean, as a coach fan, you're you're supposed you're supposed to expect. I mean, came in second, um, and that's because you lost to the Jaguars week one. If, um, uh, you know, it, y'all are supposed to be that ceiling of, of winning the, uh, the division, but now it's kind of, fl- you know, flattened out. So, us Texans, we're just sitting here like, oh, yeah, if we win, we win six, seven games, that's good, you know. Well, <laughs> that's what I mean, you know. Yeah, well, it's a it's a must win for y'all because I mean your owner said you guys gonna win Super Bowl in the next couple of years, didn't he? Well, he said ten. He and said ten, ten in a decade. In he a said decade. 
right. Don't get too crazy. Don't say next couple years. Like, I mean, that, that timeline went from this to this, and I don't, like I don't like that at all. Like, we're not gonna do that. All right, yeah, so, I know this is our first time interacting, but don't don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but he said ten years, and I mean, you know, I I'm going to say. I'm a very optimistic slash realistic Colts fan and the fact that, I mean, you know, we've seen that we don't have the depth we thought we had in certain spots and certain right. things haven't been addressed. Now, with the team the way it is right now, you know, because coming to the season, they're saying, okay, well, you guys have no number one T.Y.'s old. Michael Pittman is now emerging as somebody who's built that rapport with Carson Wentz, who's absolutely able to catch the passes. And I mean, you see, I think they put out this stat with like 40, 43 targets and zero drops. That's, that's yeah, big. So the thing is, it's just like he is emerging as a number one. So it's like getting him more involved, getting everybody more involved. But I mean, I don't think that. You know, this team doesn't look like Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has literally number ones at every position. But I think this team, low-key, if you have the right game plan and you follow a great game plan, off call Frank Wright, Matt Everflush, mm -hmm. then, I mean, this team can absolutely do a lot of great things. But we just don't have the depth at secondary that we thought we did. And it wasn't addressed also. Right. So, I mean... You know, we're looking. That's one of my questions. Now that I think about it, you kind of look like T.Y. No, no, I don't. <laughs> you no, no. look like T.Y. No, no, no. Wait, have you heard that before? Nope. Never heard that one. That's a new one to me. Yo, I, listen, I, I just kind of thought about it because I'm just thinking about, like, T.Y.'s going to be out there. I'm just like, why? Wait, you can't do that. Well, from a distance, where, where my phone set up. You do like T.Y. because that's how you smile. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can. I wish I could show you at, after this uh, podcast. I can show you, and then you're like, oh, you know what? Oh man, they got me. You know, because he got the he got the the braids and the smile. No jab at you though. No jab at you. No, it's all good. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. T.Y. Hey, so, um, so, so as far as you guys coach, you think um, he's the one, or you think you should get somebody new next year? If you have, a, if you continue to have a bad season, uh, well, he just got resigned, so uh, he's gonna stay. We just gotta, get, we have to. Uh, he had Chris Battle had to tell him that he has to give up play calling. Yeah, he has to. They both, they both tied for the next four years or yeah. five years. Yeah. So he had to give up play calling, uh, or so he's, he's calling. So um, the Brady guy's not calling plays. No. No, he's not. Oh, okay. So yeah, we don't really know what he's doing. Oh, okay, so he's kind of like how Tim Kelly was before he got the actual title. He just out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. he, no, he was kind of like how Frank was in Philly. That oh, Bill Peterson was, was calling call plays. Mm. Same thing with Andy Reid when he was in Philly. He called all the plays and had OC. So pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Until until then, he's just gonna keep. We're gonna keep hearing. My bad, my bad, guys. My bad, my bad. It's on me. That's like the thing for all coaches. That line right there. We've been hearing that for years since Gary Kubiak. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, unless I mean Sunday, we'll we'll see who's calling plays. Uh, if if he's calling plays, I might have a heart attack. <laughs> but but you know what? It's I don't mind if 
he calls plays as long as the play calling is consistent. You know, you came out firing against the Ravens where you're basically doing exotic misdirection plays. You know, the screen pass was a fake. So that's basically just throwing that pass into there and then the blocking was immaculate and then Jonathan Taylor just had to run for the races. Right. The passing, like the routes that they were running were great. It went from going from exotic to just going plain vanilla in the fourth quarter to the point where you're running up the gut on third down, like that's going to fool somebody where you've had the opportunity to fool people before. But, you know, if you can keep the play calling the same way, make sure that you're throwing them with all type of misdirection, you know, getting them out of spots, making them think that you're going one way that you're not, then I mean, you're going to win nine times out of 10. But if you go to that and then you go away from it, it's not going to work. Yeah. Huh. It's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. Um, Hopefully, uh, y'all suck enough where y'all lose this one. (laughs) No, mind you, you know, we're not going to see 99 anymore. He was our biggest problem. We had the game plan for the last X amount of years. And so now we don't. I mean, last couple of years, last couple of years. He's he's very disruptive. He always made plays against us. Against the Titans. Yeah, but not against the Colts. No, nah, he, he did that against It was him. always him. It was always Claire's Campbell for the Jags. And for the for the Titans, they never had anybody that was scary. So uh but they got uh Jeffrey Simmons now. But it's always that guy that always give us a problem. You see what Claire's Campbell did on Monday night. He did that with the Jags. You guys had um JJ Watt. And so he was a problem. It's a problem to game plan on he no matter what side of the field he was on, he always he was always was a a game wrecker. He might not make a sack, but he was always getting pressure. He was always in a backfield. So that yeah, we don't have to game plan against that anymore because you guys don't have a threat. I'm not I'm not you know talking bad on you guys, but you guys don't have a threat like that anymore. Yeah, and I mean no matter what, it, it J, JJ JJ Watt a lot of times was going he he was going out there whether he was a hundred percent. Or whether he was fifty percent, the only way only way that he wasn't going to be on the field is if he just absolutely couldn't be. But, Jay, but like many great players who were just like him, if he's going out there at fifty percent, him at fifty percent is still probably just as fearsome as a lot of people's one hundred percent. You know, he was just somebody where you're game planning for him regardless whether he's there or not because you know that he has that effect. I mean, now it's just like the thing, as they mentioned, and you know, no, no disrespect, but it's just like it's just like there's not that there's just not that presence. There's not that presence anymore. That man had a that man had one hand against Buffalo in that playoff game and wrecked the whole team. I think did he break his hand that year or or, or elbow or something? He broke forearm that year against Buffalo. He came back and helped y'all win that game. Um, you talking about the playoff game? Yeah, he came back. He, he was supposed to be out for the year, and he ended up coming back. Oh, and he played. um, his Torres pick. And yeah, oh. there, yeah, that's what happened. And came out there and with one arm, just wrecking the whole team, making sacks and getting to Josh Allen. I mean, yeah, Josh Allen was a rookie, but yeah, he he wrecked that game. Yeah. Even at, I mean, he he was good, but he also was hurting the defense because of his freelancing he was doing. 
So, I mean, it, it's like instead of uh, everybody playing together, it was just JJ and then you guys get yours whenever you can. But, you know, last year he did pretty good on y'all. I think he got a sack um, in the game in Houston. But the second game, um, Lucas All, he was a no-show. But other than that, over the years, like you said, he's been a game wrecker. Um, this year so far, he's just making money and not doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I mean, that's what I don't do. I don't yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. it, you know, but it, I think it goes either way. You know, it's just like with, with J.J. Watt, it's just like his presence on the field. You know, you kind of have to account for it. I'm going to say that might have been the reason why, you know, Chandler Jones was able to reach his midseason sack total in one game. <laughs> no, that's because Tennessee, Tennessee had the, um, the lineman was just bad. That's what that was. Oh, Taylor Lewan. <laughs> Yeah, because you see, since that game, Jones hasn't gotten a sack since that game. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's still at five. Well, since then, uh, LaJuan checked out. He's been calling out every game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's using up all his PTO days. He's just like, I got this. <laughs> I mean, they said he they said he traveled with the team one game and then he didn't play. It's just like, sir, what are you doing here? They could have got somebody from the practice squad. Like, he he uh, he EO. You know, he had an early out. <laughs> what you thinking, Matt? What you thinking? That, uh, you think that this is a close one? Think it be a blowout? Uh, like I, I said yesterday, I think I said uh, twenty-four seventeen. So it's gonna be close. Okay. Uh, I, I made a bet with you guy with you, Josh, but I, I think I think the Colts take it. So. So you're gonna send me? You gonna you gonna go ahead and send it? Send it. A cash app or uh, Apple Pay? We got hey, Apple look, Pay. we got we got to wait till Sunday. You know, we got to see. <laughs> I'm always wrong, so you you have to wait because if Ty goes over 200, then Crenshaw got to pay up too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so I mean, like I said, if if Ty gets 201, then it's just like woo. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely. I would definitely be in Houston in December spending their money. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you guys for the beer. Thank you guys for the food that I'll be by my my family. I appreciate that all of it. Well, hey, me and Chris, I'll be we'll be at that uh, at that game. So maybe we come and steal some of that that beer that we paid for. So you know, <laughs> I just you, hey, I mean, I I can offer it to you guys. You know, the least I can do. You know, <laughs> just let me know what y'all drink and I buy it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Crenshaw, you have to, anything you want to add, ask, other than Colt Suck? Um, <laughs> um, I mean, no, nah, I mean, you know, they, it's, it's a pretty good organization. Um, you know, over the years, you guys went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck to even to Philip Rivers last year. So, I mean, I have nothing bad to say about them. I'm not going to hate on everything. Um, the only thing I can say um, that year that um, Peyton Manning, um, y'all released them, we would have signed them like we should, and then we would have had a Super Bowl by now, and we could talk more shit to y'all. But other than that, that's that's about it. But you got to make it to the AFC Championship first. But well, we would have got that. We would have got, <laughs> got there. I, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, everywhere he went, he can he can make a, he can make a team. So I, yeah, he I made the whole team better. Yeah, made the whole yeah. team better. So that's the only regret, you know, that I have. I wish we would have got him, and you know, I could have made the jokes about you know we won with y'all quarterback and everything, but I can't make those jokes now. You can make it with uh, Brock Osweiler. Oh, no. 
<laughs> hey, good old Brocky. Good old Brocky. Nah, nah. Or Brandon Wheaton. <laughs> nah, Bro- Brock's doing podcasts himself. He is? Nah, I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> I'm really going to check now. Like, you know that, right? Like, you, I, I am too. Like, like, now I'm going to have to look and see. If I don't think he's in the lead anymore, though. I don't, I don't know. No. Nah, he shouldn't be. Listen, the, the, Browns, the, the Browns paid him to go away. And they so still like paying him. Here, we'll, we'll give you $3 million if you just leave now. And they still paying him. I, I, I didn't like I, I said yesterday, I don't I don't have a prediction for a score because it don't matter because we gave up we give up a lead. <clears throat> so I just say I just predict a win because we gotta win. We, we're home. It's, you know, I guess I know it's a division game, but we're home. Uh and we're probably upset about the what we lost, you know, with losing and we probably have all the energy and get have all the momentum. Well not momentum, I've all the hype with if if T Y plays. So I see the win. I don't see a score right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's hopefully just for a, a good game. You know what I mean? Um, I, I just hope the the Texans blow or don't blow it again, and the Colts do this time. Hopefully, we don't fumble on the one yard line like we did last year. If they do. Um, if they do, <laughs> I, I know how mad you were when it happened originally. So if, if that happens again, he was the only one that was mad. Papa <laughs> was mad. Papa, Papa. I ain't gonna say his name. Well, I think we already know. <laughs> I think we already know. So yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, with that being said, we'll uh, kind of sign off. Um, tell me, guys, where where can we find your stuff? Where can we find you on social media? Uh, well, you can find me at CJ Coltfin on Twitter. Um, also, that's where we have the You Don't Know Jack podcast page. That's at YDKJAC podcast. Um, and yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at uh, I am Josh Senior. Uh, and you can fo- you can follow the um, the basketball edition YDK uh, basketball, uh, where I I share the latest news in basketball. And you can find me at Cookie Austin too on Twitter. <laughs> See, even I, you know, I was waiting. I'm just like, listen, every single time, like I I, I have never been able to get through it without motion that. detected at the back door. Uh oh. I, I, I got surveillance. Okay, I got it all over my house. <laughs> and um, you can find me at on um, Fifth Ward Crenshaw. And always, you can find me at um, sad and Texan fan because the shit gets sad. Uh, <laughs> you can find us at Texans Fan Battle Podcast um, and on every uh, major platform. Uh, Till then, guys. I uh, hope y'all have a good Sunday, and I hope Colts suck. So. Well, I got 20 on the way, so, uh, yeah. Hey, hey, 60 if T.Y. goes off, baby. <laughs> I, well, I got, I got 60 on the way. Well, I got, well, then, then you'd have 30. Yes, yeah. yeah I, hey, it's fine. I, 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 need, I just need enough to buy me some cigars and beer. Oh, so, hey, cigars, you just let me know. That's my, you know, that's that's what I do. All right, so, we'll, talk, we'll talk later.
Well, all right, guys. Well, have a good one. Talk to you later. Thanks for having us. Right, have a good one. I said I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll pass to my left while I'm looking. To my right, hit him right in the chest. It be looking like magic, better give me the throne. I ain't talking about Patrick, but I rep my home. I'm never at the end of my zone. I'm bad to the bone. Eating up these pig skins like they cheat your own. And you a douche cabron. Me